Hello, everybody. Welcome to the official Candy Podcast. My name is Ron Kuchler. I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of Candy Magazine. And I'm joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Lori Young, who I affectionately call Giggles. Hey, Lori. Hello. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I feel like it's been 100 years since I've spoken to you and been on the podcast. I'm ready to go. Well, I think it's been 100 years since we've done the podcast. It really hasn't been 100 years since I've spoken to you because uh, we worked together last month. Uh, I mean, still, it just feels like a long time. Oh, I know, I know, I know. So um, so we're, we're going to have a pretty good week, I think. Um, we have our very special guest who we'll bring on in a second here. Um, I want to just, before we talk to, to talk to her, though, I wanted to ask you, um, what's the plans for Thanksgiving? Um, we're just going to go to my parents. It's always pretty small, and um, we kind of just keep it that way, you know. Um, we'll invite, like, stragglers, like anybody who doesn't have, like, family that lives around here. We'll invite them, but um, we don't, like, I don't travel on Thanksgiving anymore. I used to go, I used to go to three Thanksgivings in one day, and, like, one year, actually, it's so funny, it was the year that, like, 2019, when everybody, in December, when everybody thought that they got COVID, like, looking back, you're like, oh, that was COVID. So that's what happened to us in December. So it was December 20th. That was that December 2020 because COVID didn't come yes. out until January 2020. So it was December 2020. So it was December 2019 because well, that, it was that, when that, everybody, like, was really sick. And then you were like, when COVID hit in January, oh, I had COVID in December. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I so had, I, it was... I, yeah. Uh, we got really, really sick, and I had to cancel Christmas. I'm like, I can't come to Christmas because um, we didn't want to get anyone sick, and we had elderly family members. Anyway, so we stayed home, and I was like, this is the most magical. Like, even though we were sick, I was like, it's just so nice to not have to, like, do all of that travel and go dress up and, you know. But anyway, so we just keep it to one a year now. Like, it's either his family or mine, and we're happy with it. <laughs> So you so you basically we jumped from Thanksgiving to Christmas there. Well, you know what I mean? It's just like the holiday, just taking a time off of a holiday from family, which, you, you know, you like feel bad about and you feel guilty. because You're like, this is the one time we're supposed to see each other. But it just that's we're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Well, again, again, you just you, you time jumped on me. And I, as always, I can't keep up with you. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So, and I but bottom line, you have you ever hosted Thanksgiving? Like, can you do you know how to cook a turkey? No, and uh, I have a weak stomach. And when I've ever seen my mom like pull gizzards out, I am out. I'm out of the room. I'm out of the like. I won't even eat the dinner that night. Like, I I don't like bones. I don't like veins. I don't like gizzards. I don't like any of that. So no, not for you me. You really should read. You really should read the magazine, especially this month's issue, which has our special guest in it, where we tell you how to cook the perfect bird. Oh, fine. So, but can you get so anyway, it? Can you so, buy it with no gizzards? Yeah, yeah. I'll you know, just have Ryan take it out. Anyway, um, I think it's time to bring in our special guest. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm pleased to introduce to you Miss Alexa Shea, who is Candy Magazine's Miss November 2022. Hello, Alexa. Woo-hoo! Hey, woo. <laughs> Hi, how's everybody doing? Good, how are you? Good, just resting. It's my day off today, so I'm just catching up on a lot of errands and things that I have to do. But this is exciting. I'm excited to be here. 
Well, you get to see how Lori and I, you know, go back and forth on things, just to try to set the table for the rest of the show here. Yeah. Um, so what are, what are your big plans for Thanksgiving or what's your historical reference for Thanksgiving? What do you do from a family standpoint? Well, usually my, my grandma hosts Thanksgiving and everybody, I have like eight cousins, so it's not really that big for a Hispanic family, but I have like eight cousins that go over and everybody's grown now. Everybody has their own kids. Um, and it's basically a mix between a traditional Mexican Thanksgiving. So there's tamales and ponche and different things. And then there's also just like a turkey and mashed potatoes and all that stuff, too. So um, Yum, I, was listening to Lori, so I was listening to you about your turkey and I'm like, gizzards? Like, what? <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> see anything coming out of the bird or anything. Like, I just want to see it done. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Yeah. <laughs> Even like well, cut it one- up before I see it. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I just want turkey slices. I don't want you to bring like, the entire thing with like everything on it now. Well, you know, um, since my family has relocated to California from New York, um, my sister has um, traditionally hosted Thanksgiving. Um, but Karen, her name's Karen. Um, but Karen for the last couple of years has basically just decided that she doesn't want to watch television, you know, mainly for like Laurie said, the politics and, and all the stress that comes with it. So last year when I went down there, I was kind of surprised that there was no, you know, TV for me to watch my football. So wow. and don't don't the Cowboys play every year? Isn't that isn't that the thing? Cowboys usually Cowboys, play Cowboys play every year, the Lions play every year. And, yeah. and then there's and then there's a night game and that the teams change at the on the night game. So that was kind of like that was that was really um hard for me, you know, to sit there with no <laughs> yeah. television. Um that's you like know, what you or, do, though, during Thanksgiving. You watch football. That's exactly. You either play football if you're younger or you or you watch football. Yeah. So so, so I was talking to my family. I'm, I'm like, so what's – I'm talking to my mom because she, you know, sets everything up. I said, what's the plan? She's like, well, your sister. I said, I said I'll tell you what. I said, Karen doesn't have a, a – she, Karen doesn't have cable, so, so I'm not able to watch football. And I went through that last year, and that was fine. <laughs> but I'm not going through that again this year. So this year I'll host – Oh, okay. Yeah. Your rules. You know, they're like, they're like, what? I said, I'll host this year. You guys come up to me this year since I'll do everything, you know? And I said, cooking a turkey is, is an easy thing. I'm not even worried about it. And I said, besides, I, you know, you know, Karen one year, you know, when she first started hosting, you know, and she was, um, she made a turkey and she forgot about the gizzards and then that. (laughs) (laughs) So what happens is, you know, her husband at the time, he was responsible for cleaning up the bird. Well, he cleaned up the cavity of the bird, but he didn't bother checking the back of the bird. And the back of the bird Mm -hmm. is where they they stink that little bag of gizzards and hearts and everything. Oh, you're giving me chills right now. So she she cooked. So the whole bird gets cooked, right? And typically in our family, you stuff the cavity and you stuff, you off the back well comes time to take the, the, the slice of turkey so i'm the oldest in the family so that fell on my responsibility to cut it <laughs> and so i'm looking at the back there and, and i'm like oh let me open up the back here and sure enough there it is there's a bag of gizzards and hearts and everything else cooked in the bird why uh, she cooked why she cooked the bird so um that's I just that, kind of that adds flavor i think it, uh, Not, you don't of, do it like that though 
You, you turn your stomach, you know, you don't do it. You take it out. Like, people use it for gravy, you know, or they put it in a stuffing, you know. See, I don't even know that. I know that it's in gravy and everything. I just don't tell me. Don't tell me that it's in my gravy, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, that was that was kind of a funny, that was kind of a funny story. And, uh, you know, that's kind of like, you know, but so this year I'm making the bird. And as I alluded to, you know, if, you know, if you don't know how to cook the bird, you know, you can always read Candy Magazine this month because in that issue we have a recipe. <laughs> How to how to cook the perfect bird? It's foolproof. It's foolproof, and if you follow it, you'll have the most juicy, perfect bird ever. So, I'll give you a hint, though. It involves a roasting bag, which cuts the cutting cooking time in half. You put the, the whole turkey in a roasting bag. Yep. Okay, I've heard yep. of this. And, and it cooks and it cuts the time in half, and the bird is juice, and you don't have to baste it, or and you still get your brown crust on the skin. So, mm. is this how you make your turkey? Is this your personal recipe, Ron? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A lot My of things grandma's you- in charge mm. of making our turkey, and she's like got this fear of like serving raw meat, so she kind of kills the bird like seven times, like it's almost not even edible. Like, but no one has the heart to tell her. Like, oh, <laughs> I made a turkey. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> It's like the driest thing ever. You better hope nobody listens to this and you're No, people started bringing, like, somebody started bringing, like, another turkey. Like, oh, okay, I just brought another one. I brought another one. And we have this super dry turkey and then this, like, edible one. It, it, it wow. sounds like, I don't know if you've ever seen this movie, Alexa, but Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. And, uh, yes. Uh-huh. And, 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 his, and his sister-in-law visits and she's in charge of making the bird and the thing is just completely crisp to a tea. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she makes great food. Like all her other food's great. But when it comes to cooking, like the turkey, I don't know if it's like she's like, oh, it's so big. I got to make sure I cook it, you know, through and through. But it's so inedible. And then she keeps piling, like, you know, when you go to a Hispanic household, like, they just keep piling more and more food on your plate. You're like, no, I'm good. Like, I've had enough turkey. So, no more. Yeah. I, I mean, it sounds like two things with your Thanksgivings. First, it sounds like quite the buffet, you know. Mm-hmm. And, it, and then, two, even though there's only eight cousins, it sounds like it's a very big gathering. Yeah, it's pretty big because there's cousins and then also like my aunts, my uncles, my grandma and grandpa. Like it's it's I mean, it fills the room. It's a lot of people. So are you an only child? No, I have my brother and my sister. Oh, are do they just not live local or are they coming to you just didn't mention them? They live in L.A., so they both work um, and their schedules don't. It just kind of depends. So they don't usually come down for Thanksgiving. Sometimes they do, but usually they'll come down for Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's a nice segue for us to get to know you. So, um, first, you're you're from a small town, right? Yeah, small town. It's Turlock. Is that is that? Yeah, Turlock. (laughs) It's a small town to me. It's like not. I mean, if you live in this area, people know Turlock, Modesto. But I guess compared to LA, I'm like teeny tiny. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it, it's not, it's not like you know Red Oak, Iowa, which has a population of five thousand people. Right. So when I when people say small town, I think of like something like that, and I'm like, we we have a Target, we have a movie theater, we have. I mean, we're not you know out in the woods out here, but it is pretty small. Like people definitely know you when you leave the house. Like you'll run into people at the grocery store, pumping gas, like everywhere. Especially when you're like not even ready to meet people like you just are like i'm gonna run out in my slippers and my pajamas that's when you run into everybody 
That happens here too. It's funny, Huntington. Really? Beach is like, in LA? Yeah. No, I'm in Huntington Beach, so it's okay. like it's small. It's big, but it's small town. Like it's it's strange. Like Target, see everybody I know. Like mm-hmm. pumping gas, I never see anybody I know. But like every time I go to Target, every single time without fail, I'm like, oh god, there's something for high school, and you try to like kind of just not see them. Do most you of the say time. hi? Do you say hi? I try not do- to for the most part. Like Me I'm too. Not, I go down a I, different aisle. Yeah, I don't you know recognize to people and you purposely avoid them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> god. <laughs> I'd be offended. If, I, if I'm walking down an aisle and all of a sudden I caught a glimpse of you out of the corner of my eye and like, and you turned around and started walking up to me, I was like, what did I do to piss her off? No, you have to do it like nonchalant. You have to act like you don't, like you didn't see them. Like, oh, like you're just so, like you're focused looking at, at the 409 house sprays. Like you're so focused, you didn't even notice them. And then you're just, you're like, oh, I'm gone. You know, you're on the other aisle. You like out loud say, oh, wow, a new formula. And then turn around. <laughs> But then the problem is, then you get home, you're like, please don't message me. Please don't message me. Please don't. And they're like, hey, I saw you at Target. I'm like, no, I saw you too. That's why I went down the next aisle. God, that's even worse. I've never had anybody. I think that the people that see me are avoiding me as well. I think it's a mutual avoidance. Oh, is like, it? Yeah, I don't think. That's good. That's nice. <laughs> Nobody ever reaches out to me after that's for sure. No, they'll reach out to me. I'm like, oh, no, man. I'm like, that was you. I didn't. I didn't see you. You look so good. (laughs) So, Ron, you you are one of the people who actually approach people are like, hey. Damn right. I don't have very much interaction with people. Damn right. (laughs) (laughs) I get the flags out, you know, the checkered flags, the green flags, you know, (laughs) flags out. So note to self. What's going on? I've seen you in a year, Lori. Tell me everything. (laughs) Well, I was just running in to grab a pint of milk, but I'm here for an hour now, huh? (laughs) Oh, my God. And then every time I do end up talking to somebody, it's like that. You're there for an hour. I have fully overshared. I've said everything I told myself I wasn't going to say out loud and, I, <laughs> and then they're gone and I'm sweaty and I'm like, what just happened? And then you're driving <laughs> and you're thinking about it later. You're like, did you really need to tell them about your pet bunny that died when you were 12? No, you didn't. And you, no, it just you didn't. Why does yeah. your mouth keep moving? Why? <laughs> Yeah, it's the rough oh, life. Well, eventually, eventually the conversation gets around the Malibu, and you know that's a 45-minute conversation, Lori. So. Oh, you and the dog, yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same, though. I'm the same. I'm telling everybody about my new dog, about my old dog. I'm like, well, you know, I had this one until she was 19, and then she died. And the way she died, and I'm telling him, like, she died in my arms. She had an appointment, but she didn't. She saved me money, and they're just looking at me like, what is oh, happening? My <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why is she still talking? I'm dying over here. It's horrible. Life's hard. So, Alexa, Alexa, do you have any pets? Yes, he's my baby. His name is Lou. He is a little sheep who we think we. um, My mom rescued him. He was like sitting by a gas station, and so many people were trying to catch him, but he had a messed up leg. So. My mom is a crazy dog lady too. Like she carries like a net in her back of her car to catch dogs. Like, oh my god! Yeah, like amateur so- dog catcher. Yeah. <laughs> and so that is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. So she caught this dog, and he looked like not a cute dog. Like you were like, uh. And she sent him to me, and she already had six dogs at the time. And so oh she was God. like, hey, she was like, do you want this dog? I just caught him like he he has a bad leg. I'm taking him to the vet. She bought him food, bought him clothes, got a haircut, everything. And he still looked 
not that good. And I was like, uh, yeah, I guess I'll take him. So she gave me this dog and he was so depressed. But then we like just he just turned around and you, you had to spoon feed him to get him to eat like he was like given up on life but he turned he's now the happiest most spoiled boy ever like if you don't buy him the right type of dog treats he's like no I'm not eating those like I'm not eating those <laughs> treats and I'm like remember where you came from you came from the situation. <laughs> like <laughs> so, um yeah that's my baby that's my baby and any idea how old Lou is I think Lou is like somewhere between five and six, but I'm really bad with time frames. And my mom tells me, she's like, no, he's like eight. He's like eight or nine. I'm like, stop aging him. He is not eight or nine. He's like five or six. So sometimes sometimes the vets could tell you this, you know? So. Yeah, I think he's like six, seven, six, seven. Oh, how cute. Yeah. What a lucky guy. Is he cute yeah. now? He's so cute. Like, I can't take him anywhere. He has really, like, these honey-colored eyes, and they're very... They look like... You know when you see dogs that have, like, human eyes? Yeah. Like, they move their eyes like humans? He has eyes like that. Like, he just looks sarcastic to me. So, (laughs) everybody's like, look at his eyes. Like, I'll walk him around the neighborhood, and little kids will grab him by the face and be like, look at his eyes. I'm like, okay, (laughs) let let go of his face. (laughs) (laughs) you you know growing up i used to hear about these ladies and they called them crazy cat ladies because they would gather all these cats and everything you know your mom sounds like a crazy dog lady she is she is for sure a crazy dog lady and she had six dogs at once like you know she messaged me not that long ago and asked me i need you to order me one of those like you know the things that women wrap around themselves to hold their baby but they make (laughs) yeah but they make them for dogs so she had me order one of those and then she shows up at my place and she has her one of her dogs like you know in her little pouch i was like you gotta be kidding me right now she has dog seats seats in the car little pouches so she can wear the dog like yeah she has it all so she's a crazy dog lady and so am i but i just can only have one so i'm just my one dog and what does your mom do for a living? Is it anything to do with animals or she just, this is just no, what she does? No, she's a hairstylist like I am. <laughs> she's a hairstylist, so. Oh my just God, have a really so big heart for dogs. All animals, yeah. So you're uh, Lori, good at I'm, hair. Lori, 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 I don't know if you saw my post on Facebook or not, but I, I just got my first real styled haircut in like eight years. No, oh, I did. I missed it. Yeah, I know all my friends are making fun of me. Do you like it? <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it. It's 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 it was exactly what I wanted the the style wow. I mean, stylist to do. And I mean, not, I don't have a. I mean, I'm older. I don't have a lot of hair as as I used to have. But uh, I, I told her what I wanted, and I actually showed her photo. It was kind of funny because the first time I ever went to the stylist, and so you know, I'm like, let me show you a photo of how I had my hair one time eight years ago. And I kind of like to try to do this again if we can. I said, oh, please excuse all the photos because this is what I do for a living. So I hope you're not offended by all these women. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it's all good. You know, because I'm going through all these photos on my phone, right? You know, just like, I'm looking for the, so we're going through the years. We're going through eight years. Like, I'm, I'm like, okay, know what it was. Okay, it was 2014. <laughs> so we're going through these photos. And I finally found the photo. And it was actually from nine years ago. Then I showed it to her. She's like, oh, that's a, that's what I thought you were describing. I can do that. And uh, she's like, you know, it's going to take a few cuts for it to grow out and stuff like that. I said, okay, that's fine. 
she's like, you must like what you do. I said, I love what I do. She's like, who, what, what guy wouldn't love what you do? <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, cool that you ended up liking it because sometimes people, and I like that you called, was it a woman that did your hair? Yes, it was a woman. Mm-hmm. And then you call him a stylist because I hate when people call me a beautician. And I'm beautician. like, I'm not a beautician. I'm a I haven't heard that term in years. Right? It's like a super old term. Like a beautician's like an old lady who like puts rollers in your hair. Like, yeah, that's not, yeah, that, that is definitely not a, that is definitely not a, uh, uh, a term that I've heard recently. You know, trust that? me, I get called a beautician all the time. It's wild how much germs like change as the years go on. The mm-hmm. things that, you know, like, yeah, I was actually looking at even like psychological uh, evaluations, like even mental health, like oh, yeah. terms, like diseases. They have changed names. They have just since I went to school for like childhood psychology, they're uh-huh. changing like the way that they call things. Like, I can't think of one, for instance, but I'm like, that's not what that was called when I was growing up. And they, it's it's odd that like, like dysmorphia and dysphoria, like mm-hmm. dysphoria wasn't a thing when I was taking psychology, but now it is, but dysmorphia was. So there's just like the, it, how can you stay on top of anything? <laughs> like how, how can we as people stay on top of anything when it's always changing? Even like lingo, like, you know, even like lingo, like people, like because. Like people be like, remember like when people say like, oh, that's the bomb. Mm-hmm. That's the bomb. You can't say that now. Like people look at it like you're nuts. You can't say that's like, the bomb. You, like you were born in 1930. <laughs> yeah. That's off the chain. <laughs> no, it's so true. Yeah. It's hard to keep up with all this lingo, you know? It is. It used you know, to I, change slower, but with the, with the internet and like the kids on TikTok, it changes every month. And you're like, wait, mm-hmm. that's not cool anymore. <laughs> or like right. like side parts aren't cool i love a side part yeah no get away from me with that yeah we can't have side parts anymore <laughs> that's funny my stylist was talking about she's like so you got a side part there or what? Like, i don't know what i got it's, it's, just, it's just whatever you call it so you know but anyway she did a nice job and you know people like photos photos i'm like oh i'm going to a hockey game wednesday night i'll post a photo then so okay <clears throat> anyway so that's let's get, let's kind stop. of cool that you like it though that you like i love it, it. I don't now. like it. Now I you'll love always it. go to her. I don't. I don't want to just like it. I love it. Okay. Love so, it. I can't yeah. wait to see it. It's just, I know you have you to know. post a picture. No, well, you know, I've just been going. We've been going the great clips and super cuts for seven years. You know, and it's just like, all right, enough's enough. I need to get a real haircut. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then of course you know my friends make fun of me. They go, dude, you own a magazine. Why the heck are you going to supercuts and great clips to get your haircut? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I would have like, never guessed. Never guess what? That you go to Supercuts. Like, we leave a magazine shoot. You're like, all right, now I have a haircut at Supercuts. I'll, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I wear a hat. I wear a hat all the time. I worry about that. That's true. You're wearing a hat. <laughs> I don't, but I'm not wearing a hat anymore. So I got, I'm, I'm like, the hat's been retired. So. Gotta show that haircut off. <laughs> Gotta show this haircut off. Exactly. So let's dive in. Let's get to know Alexis. So, Alexa, I'm going to go through your interview that we did with you. And then you, okay. can, add, um, you can add benefits you know, to it. So, um, so, um, you know, one of, we like, we like to play on words, you know, here we like lingo as you would call it. So, so in your interview, we had one section, it was called candy unwrapped because, you know, you unwrap candy. <laughs> so when then we asked you, tell us about your family heritage and you go, I'm American from Mexican descent. So can you dive into that for us? Yeah. Um, so when I answered that question, I was like, wow, I guess I could have elaborated a little more on that. <laughs> um, so yeah. It's just it's kind of I didn't know how much you wanted me to tell you, but my mom is Mexican and 
Um, you know, I just pretty much say she's Mexican, but she's Mexican. There's some Spanish, um, some Chinese, actually, on her side of the family. And my dad is pretty much Mexican, like full Mexican. Um, both of them are from the United States. But my father was raised more like traditional Mexican, like that was his, like predominantly his first language. And my mom... I mean, I remember when we were growing up as kids, we, my dad said like, oh yeah, and your mom's Mexican. Like, I don't know, it was a conversation we were having. And my brother was so shocked, like, what? Mom's Mexican? Because we, she just was so like detached from her culture <laughs> that we didn't even okay. know she was Mexican at the time. Oh, but, funny. So, so is your dad a big soccer fan then? Uh, we like watching Mexico soccer, like Mexico play, like the World Cup's on right now. But uh-huh, he's not right. like a huge soccer person. Like he'll watch it no. when it's on. But my dad in general isn't really like a big sports kind of guy. I'm more into sports than he actually is. Oh yeah, really? But, what's your what's your what's your what's your big interest in sports? I love watching football. Like I'm obsessed with football season, the NFL, the Raiders. <laughs> even though they break my heart every year, I'm still You're a Raiders fan. Yeah. And then I love watching basketball, the Lakers. Um, I watch gymnastics when it's on and, of course, boxing. Um, so, yeah, well, I love Weren't you a gymnast when you were younger? Oh, yeah. I love gymnastics. If it's Me on, it, it, like, if it's prelim, I don't care. It's on at my house. My husband's always like, dude, like, more of this. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I was a gymnast, too. Like, pretty much that before I even got into boxing, I was a gymnast for years. That's wow. so cool. Did you ever do cheerleading? No, I never did. I wasn't like popular, so I didn't do cheerleader cheerleading. But I mean, were you not outgoing, or you were an introvert? I was a super introvert. Like I didn't know anyone in my high school. Like I didn't talk to people. Like I and also, you know how I was a gymnast. I left school before everyone else because I trained so much. So my gymnastics coach had like she met with the school board and everything and. I actually started school before everyone started school so that I can get out earlier and um, I would go train. So I didn't really have time to like socialize with other kids, you know? Yeah. So I don't, so what you, so you, you were like, um, so this was outside the school. It wasn't like school gym team. Gymnastics no, it team. wasn't it was school. A, and Not so, a lot of schools have gymnastics um, around here. I think it's more East coast for like oh, really? high schools. I think for the high schools to have like a gymnastics team, otherwise they're just in cheer and you just do tumbling. Yeah. You know? well, My what was your specialty, Alexa? What was your specialty when it came to it? I was really good at balance beam. Like even though I'm super clumsy in like real life, like I'll run into the doorway, <laughs> even though the doorway has been there for I don't know how many years. Um, but I was, when you put me on a balance beam, like I, I had balance. So I was really good at that. Um, the uneven bars, not so much. I guess I just, I needed to develop more upper body strength. And I broke my arm one time on the even bars. So once I broke my arm, it kind of like became like in my head, you know? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What's, what's, what's the, uh, what's the, uh, what's, what's the device that they call where the, the, where you're on top of it and you're doing backflips on top of it and you'll end up. Like, are you in like a in line? Like, are you in like a straight line? Yeah, you're a straight line. You're doing you're doing all sorts of stunts on top of the balance beam. Oh, so you could do backflips on a on a on a balance beam. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's that's very talented. Thank you. What about you. you, Lori? What was your specialty? 
Oh, well, I only did tumbling. So like I didn't really, I did gymnastics oh. full on when I was young and I could, I mean, the balance beam definitely was my favorite, but once I got older, it was all mat because it was all tumbling just for chair. It was literally oh. all made, like everything was for chair, like every pass, everything. So, yeah, we so when I was- cheerleaders come to our gym, like they had, there was like cheerleader time, like cheerleaders would come to our gym just to tumble. Yeah, we did that all the time. We yeah. went to a place over here called Gym Max and we'd go tumble and so- we'd do stunts. Okay, so when I so when I grew up as a kid, um, the but uh, the Olympics, you know, and then you had the uh, the figure skating championships every year. Oh yeah, so, the ice skating. Mm-hmm. So, so so I, I was the oldest, and and so my mother did not want to watch those alone. So she would make me sit there and watch the gymnastics <laughs> and the figure skating with her. And my father would come in the room and he goes, "What are you doing to our son?" what are you doing making him watch this stuff i go don't worry dad you know you know i I play baseball and football and hockey and basketball we're all good here dad okay don't worry about it (laughs) did you like watching it did you like watching it i i i gave me a i gave me a perspective Okay, Uh, (laughs) as far as outside of the the manly alpha uh, sports, you know what I mean? Yeah, gymnasts are so strong. It gave me it's like it's great mixed with strength. Yeah, but it gave me but there's there's style, there's Mm -hmm. finesse, you know. And I always I, I I appreciated the I appreciated the style and the, the finesse of what they were doing. It gave me that appreciation that you don't get from playing hockey or playing football, where it's just go forward, bash the guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I I got that I got that appreciation from it. So I I, I actually you know I, as I was when I was younger I, I I did not mind, but when I became a teenager, I became a teenager. I just did not want to sit there and watch. You know. <laughs> Thank God, my sister. By then, my sister was. You know, by then, my sister was young enough that she could keep my uh, old enough. She could keep my mom company watching that kind of stuff. So, I, I didn't. I didn't have to watch it as well. So, anyway. So, 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 the next question we asked you in your interview here, Alexa, was, "What do you love mm-hmm. most about the town? What do you love most about the town in which you grew up?" And you said, "You said you well, loved a small town." So. Yeah, we know it's not going to target and running into everyone. <laughs> but <laughs> what I what I do love most about the town is that it is like a really nice sense of community. Like there's different little little hometown parades that I'm sure Los Angeles has parades and things too, but these ones are just so like it's just you feel the the little community come together and it's just really nice. I like seeing that. Like they have a Christmas one that I go to sometimes. Usually I'm working on that street, my hair salon right there. Um, and I like, I, I like the, I like the idea of just being able to just go to the market and park my car and then leave. Like when I was in Los Angeles, cause I lived in Los Angeles when I was there, it just seemed like everything was so, it was like a bigger deal. Like when I had to go to the grocery store, I had to park in an underground parking lot. I had to make sure I get my, get my parking validated. Like it was just a big thing to just go get some milk for me and so I like just being able to go to the store get milk run out we even have these little country markets where they make fresh pies and fresh eggs and everything and it's just it's I like that I like that kind of living yeah that's adorable sounds Mm -hmm. nice and perfect perfect pace perfect pace for me 
Um, and I'm close just, enough to get to like San Francisco is only like an hour or 20 away. Like I can go to San Francisco, Sacramento. I love Monterey. Um, so I'm close enough to where I can go to bigger cities. But I like my hub to be, you know, just my little bubble. Lori, How far been... are you from like what? Go ahead. How far are you from like Morro Bay? Morro Bay? Uh-huh. I'm going to say kind of far because I don't know where more. I don't I haven't heard of Morro Bay by San Francisco. Well, okay, it's further so. down. It's like it's further south. So like it's probably three hours south of Monterey. How do you smell spell? Is, oh, I found it. I found it. I found it. Oh, it's kind of far. I'm like three and a half hours away from Morro Bay. I'm trying to figure out where you live. Like I can't I can't figure it out on the map. You, go, like, you, you, you go you drive up to five and, until you get to nowhere. and then you look at every direction and you're in the middle of nowhere and then you go about another 20 30 miles and there you are (laughs) Lori, have you ever heard of like stockton california yeah yeah okay so i'm like right next to stockton okay i saw metallica in stockton (laughs) okay okay yeah so that's where i'm at all right cool I stayed yeah. in a little hotel over there. I, I, that's so funny. I just I still don't really know like where that is. I just drove there and there I was. <laughs> yeah, that's how I am with places. So like where we did the photo shoot in Monarch, Monarch Bay, right, Ron? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I couldn't tell you how to get there or what was there. I just know I was there. That's how I am with direction. So you, how long did you live in L.A.? I lived in L.A. for about five years. Well, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I never moved there. I just couldn't do it. No, mm-mm. you're in a nice area, though. Like you guys are. I, I would rather be on the outskirts of Los Angeles. Yeah. And I felt like every time I'd come to like an audition or a job, I'd talk to the girls that lived close by and, and like, how long did it take you to get here? And they would only be like 20 minutes below me because the traffic isn't until you get there. Oh, yeah. So when I lived in L.A., I was going to cosmetology school and oh, I can't remember the city where my cosmetology school was, but it was literally only 15 miles away from where I lived, but it took me sometimes over an hour just to get to school. Ugh. Yeah. That sounds like L.A. Yeah. yeah. I know. You know, that's totally L.A. Because I used, to, I used to live in Hermosa Beach, and uh, I would have to go um, up to the west side there, and uh, it take me an hour to get there. No. Yeah. I don't want to live in my car. Not the fun going like you know just going 15 miles and i'm sometimes you're in your car for like if there's an accident or something and you're in your car for like an hour 45 two hours just to get yeah i'm well i'm well over that you know i mean no question yeah. about it so so let's get back to your interview here because this next question is kind of an interesting answer you gave us because earlier i was asking you about you know what were you like in high school and you said you were an introvert you didn't know very many people mm-hmm. and but yet but this question here kind of makes me curious because i said what word would describe your your what word would your childhood best friend use to describe you and I said, Pash, what did I say? Wild? And then you I said, said wild, but I think you said wild, but I think she means passionate. Yeah. So how so, can I, how, you're an introvert, but you're wild? <laughs> well, let me explain. So, um, so when I was in high school, those kids, I didn't talk to them. Like I didn't really know them, interact with them. Like I just went to class and left. But I had this friend 
who she was a gymnast too. So she oh. was like the only one that I would really talk. I would only open up and talk to the people that were like on my gymnastics team. Cause I spent so much time with them and we were all a little odd because I think we were stunted socially, but, um, I would open up and talk with her and that's when I could be like, kind of just let be myself and wild. So like I was always wanting to do like crazy things like, okay, let's put this futon on the bottom of the, the yard and we're going to go climb the roof and jump down from the, from the roof to the futon. Like we, I just watched a wrestling episode or something. And I thought I was one of these wrestling girls. I'm like, let's do it. So things <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, but I would never like be wild or anything in high school. Like I was just quiet and, I didn't really talk to anybody, but but the people that knew me well knew that I was out. I was outgoing. I was talkative. I just I have to warm up to you first, you know. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. I understand now. So, and then and then we went into your boxing. Then we brought up the boxing background and yeah. Uh, and you were telling us how you're a big fan, and and I'm just surprised that you know somebody as pretty as you would want to be a boxer though. Yeah, I know. Um, it's, it's funny because the other day um, somebody told me no one has ever everybody's usually shocked when they find out that I fight. But this girl told me the other day, like she we were talking about something. I was like, I'm going to go to the gym after work and I'm going to go to boxing. And she was like, I knew you were a boxer. You look like a boxer. Like I could tell you were a boxer. And I'm like, really? No one has ever thought that and i think she was probably just being nice and trying to blow my head up but were you you, did you take it as a compliment did i take it as a compliment no i just took it as um (laughs) i think i was just thrown off i was like no one has ever told me that ever in life like that's so random because i don't think i look like a boxer like i'm well aware when i go to the box plus when i go to the boxing gym like when i first started i used to wear like men's clothing like I wanted to blend in and be taken seriously and everything and then I got to a point where I was just like I'm a girl and I fight it's that's what I do so I can be a girl doing this you know and so I started buying like more girly workout clothes because it's fun and um so I know when I go to the boxing gym I don't look like a boxer but it's nice of her to think so yeah, I, I mean, I, so I mean, I mean, I mean, obviously you got these gloves on, so they must protect your nails because you got beautiful nails. Oh yeah, so um, I just recently, I actually when I did the photo shoot for Candy Magazine, that was the first time I had nails on in like a while. Like, okay. it had been at least like six months, and I was like, well, I have to. I remember saying at the gym, like, I have to go get my nails done because I have this photo shoot. Um, but I've kept them on just because they're so pretty. I like them. So. Yeah, well, they <laughs> um, look beautiful. They look very thank beautiful. Thank you. So. But in so, my boxing glove, honestly, there's like it the way your hand curves inside a boxing glove, like it it doesn't at first when you start punching, like you kind of feel like, ooh, like I hope I don't, that's going to hurt if I do anything like with my glove on. But I'm so, I got used to it. Like I don't even notice that I have nails on in my glove. Sounds gotcha. weird, but Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Lori, Lori, we're going to bring you back in here because this um, this is this is going to be a little fun back and forth here. Um, okay. So, first of all, I don't know. If we probably haven't said this yet, but um, Lori, you styled the shoot. I did. Um. So, and I think I I gave you some ideas as far as what we were trying to capture. Um. So, how did you run with that? Um. I felt like once I heard leather, it was like okay, my brain was just. <clears throat> on 
the jewelry and the shoes because like the leather kind of speaks for itself but i wanted there to be some kind of lace aspect so like a little leather little lace little sh- uh sheer so that you have like the edgy feeling of the leather but then you have like a softer side with the lace so it's like a little bit of like a dichotomy or whatever the correct word is i don't know but um and then as far as the jewelry was concerned i just knew that i i wanted it to be like I was I was actually looking on the runways of Milan and Paris because I think Fashion Week had just happened. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to look at just the jewelry on the runways. And a lot of it was like chunky metals and like textured metals. And so, I don't know, I kind of went with that a little bit, but in the, the candy lane, if that makes sense. So like obviously, yeah. I didn't go super... The candy right, lane. no, that makes sense. Well, we're not a fashion magazine, so obviously we like to have right. a little bit of an egg a little bit of an edge but sexy keep it classy yeah um, t- type of um type of type of deal with it so um uh, and I, I i think and i think you've accomplished that um with with this um <clears throat> so uh alexa <clears throat> the next the, this is where we're gonna go back and forth the next thing i asked you in the interview was um i said what's your contribution to thanksgiving and before you answer that um Laurie, what's your contribution? What would, what's your contribution to Thanksgiving besides, you know, showing up? Um, I, I usually make this. It's uh, a cream cheese. It's a, what is it? It's like a raspberry, oh, cranberry compote cream cheese cheesecake. So it has like a black bottom and it has like this really yummy cranberry ra- raspberry compote on the top. And then it's just like a really thick, rich cheesecake. And then you're quite the baker, aren't you, Lori? I am. This cheesecake has actually been, I think, in candy or I mean, uh, what's it called? It was in a magazine. I just can't think okay. of what it was. But uh, yeah, okay. I'm pretty and, sure that this this cheesecake was in a, was in a um, I got it in a magazine with like the pictures and the recipe and everything. And Alexa, what's your contribution? showing up no just kidding <laughs> my contribution <laughs> is um usually i help my dad make like pies like we'll make he he found these recipes a few years ago of like um, a peach pie and an apple pie and it's like rustic style so you make it in the like the skillet oh yeah and so it's kind of like an undone type of looking pie um so we do that and then honestly I'll, we make a stuffing that has pretty much everything but the kitchen sink in it so i'm usually chopping up like that's usually my job chopping up a ton of vegetables so i'll do that and then other than that like i'm like the professional taster okay like i let okay. you know if it needs salt if it's good or let me try it again because i'm not sure so that's a big job yeah, so but you both you, you both have the baking desserts in, in common, which I just found kind of interesting. Yeah, uh, so um, no no question about it. Um, That's so, fun. You just reminded me. I need to go to the store and get all of the ingredients for this. Uh, <laughs> oh, now it's gonna be so packed. I know. Ugh. Yeah, I already I, I did all my shopping for Thanksgiving. I'm all set. So. Wow. Yeah. Gee, yeah. you're so ahead of the game. I, I am. When it, well, it comes to Thanksgiving, I am. It's my favorite day of the year. Plus, you're hosting, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm hosting, but it's still my favorite day of the year. It really is. I just because I, I get to sit there on the couch and watch football, so all day. Yeah, my dad's ready. I wonder what your sister's gonna think about what. 
about the TV being on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Karen, don't talk to during commercials. Don't, yeah, don't don't talk to me. Talk to mom. <laughs> <laughs> so so final question as far as this section of the interview. And mm-hmm. so you, you talked about so here we go. You talked about your mom loving the rescue dogs, right? And mm-hmm. I we asked you what, what your five year plan was, and you said you want to have a house with a yard so you can have multiple rescue dogs. So the tree doesn't fall. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree, does it? No, it doesn't. No. <laughs> so my vision is I want to find a yard, a house with like a big yard because I want my dogs to be able to run around, you know, and especially my dog that I have now, he is a sunbather. Like he loves to be in the sun. So I try to take him to the beach. I try to take him to the park just so he can get out and just even for walks, he like loves the sun. So I was like, my dream of what I would like to have happen is have like a nice house. And I have like an abundance of dogs and puppies around me. Like I'm Corella DeVille, but a nice one, you know? Like so you're like a, almost like a, uh, a, 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 I don't say a farm, but a, a, a house with a lot of land. You know, where they can just roam. Yeah. And I want them to all be rescues. I want every, like all my dogs to be rescues. Like, they all that's, that's nice yeah you know so 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 we're going to jump into the rapid fire questions here and i'm i want you both to answer them okay okay so uh and, and i'm going to see alexa if you change your answer from from when when i asked you last time okay, okay. so the first question is you know God, this question is kind of a tricky question people always give us weird answers but if you were to choke a smurf what color would it turn Alexa? Magenta. You said purple. Lori? <laughs> I was going to say purple. Okay, that's fine. Why magenta? That's okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. It came to my mind. Does anyone know what color a Smurf turns? <laughs> Here, so here's the insight that we try to get from this question, okay? And, I, and people take the question so literally, okay? Is Smurfs are all sorts of different colors, right? They are? They are. There's different colors of Smurf. There's there's blue Smurf, blue, yellow, purple. You know, they're all sorts of different colors. So we were trying to figure out, you know, what somebody's favorite Smurf was from that question. So anyway, I thought uh, Smurfs were just blue. No, there's other colors. Um, um, so now the next question: If you could visit any place in the world, where would it be, Alexa? Uh, Paris. And why? Because it's so beautiful from what I've seen and videos, pictures, and it's like, it just looks so beautiful. I want to go. Plus, like when I watched The Devil Wears Prada, and she, I think it's The Devil, or was it Sex in the City? One of the movies. And she's just like roaming around and like all of her clothes are elegant. She has to go get her little coffee. Like, that's what I want to do. She oh, I, well, I think she was in Paris and in The Devil Wears Prada. See, I've, I've watched that movie. So I think in Sex in the City, Carrie Bradshaw went to Paris too. Okay, well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't watch that, but I have watched The Devil Wears Prada several times because I think it's a very insightful movie to the female mind. So, Lori, what, Lori, what about you? <laughs> I'm still tripping on the non-blue Smurfs. I'm like, what altered reality? Move past, move past. Move past this non-blue Smurfs and tell me about your <laughs> where would you want to go? Is this a dream vacation or where I want to live? If you could visit any place in the world, 
I think something like Fiji or Bora Bora. <clears throat> and I want to be in overwater bungalows. I want to sleep in a room with a water hole and I can look down and there's the ocean. <laughs> I changed my answer. I'm going to go to Fiji with Lori. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Let's go. <laughs> that's, where our, that's where our app developers are located. Oh, really? Fiji? Yeah, or, or yeah, Fiji, I think. Maybe Fiji. we need to visit that and let's just I see keep, what, I keep, what's up. I keep, I keep threatening them with a visit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm down. I am they're, down. They're, they're, uh, they're a very small um, company, so, um, but they're very good. So I always, and always, I, they've been, and they've been great for us. So I kind of like enjoy that. It's funny you bring up Bora Bora though, because you know, one of the things we do every December is we do the holiday issue and then we, you know, we do holiday gifts and holiday ideas. Remember this Lori last year on the podcast, we, we were talking about Christmas celebrity guests, you know, who would you, who would be your guest? And I think you said Britney Spears. Oh yeah. And, and I said, Jennifer Aniston. Um, oh, right. Right. She seems like uh, she'd be very boring. Jennifer Aniston? Really? I mean, if you're gonna have like one, you're gonna have like one person for Thanksgiving, and it's her. I don't know. I feel like no. I want some like I want some info. I want some like I want some dirt. I want some I want some <laughs> stories. You know, like what? She can uh, tell me I banged John Mayer, and then he left me. Like oh, I, think, I don't know. Did wasn't she with Brad Pitt too? So she's gonna have that Brad Pitt story. Well, I'm not yeah. going to ask her. I mean, I wouldn't see That's so funny. So you as women would be asking her all about the different men <laughs> that she's been dating. I have no interest in that as a guy. Why am I, Why else am I inviting her? I want to know, like, details. I, I need Britney Spears. I need to know what the hell's going on. Oh, she would be a good one. I need to know if she's running her own Instagram. I need to know if she's running her own Twitter. And I need to know why she's doing these things and maybe it's like all for like shock value is kind of what I'm guessing at here, but I want to hear it from her own lips. Like, what is this? Yeah. So I have a unique, I have a unique perspective on Britney that I didn't have a year ago. Okay. But I, but I have it now. Have you seen the movie Elvis? No, No. not yet. You guys have got to see this movie. Okay. It's on HBO. You got you got to watch it. Okay, it 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 tells the story of Elvis and his manager. Okay, it's an it's an amazing and it tells you. Remember Elvis used to, you you know you know that Elvis had a a, um, a residency in Vegas for all those years, right? He oh, was yeah, the first yeah. artist. He was mm-hmm. the first one ever to have a residency in, in in Las Vegas. Okay, well the movie goes into that. And it tells you why. And it gave me a, a perspective on Brittany and why in her residency that she had that her father put her in. Oh. Okay. So it gave me a very unique understanding of what Brittany was going through with the Vegas and her family. And, the, and when I when I looked at the movie Elvis, I immediately made a correlation to Brittany, because Elvis was, you know, basically the, the solo artist of his time, you know, and Brittany, you know, I believe was the solo artist of her time yeah. before everything before everything went. So it gave me that unique perspective on it. So you guys really got to watch that movie, Elvis. And and when it gets gets around to the Vegas residency, I think you'll understand what I'm saying there. So but but th- that's my perspective. But uh, but uh, but going back to last year's um, holiday issue, you know, and, and Laura, you brought up Bora Bora. You know, so in in the issue, we you know we every year we we cover different topics, but one of them was um, getaways. 
Okay, so last year we talked about getaways for the holidays, and we we said two classy getaways, one for her and one for you. Okay, and mm-hmm. so the very first one we said was for her. Okay, and do you know where it was? Bora Bora. <laughs> yeah, we called it. We called it the Bora Bora sexcation. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That's what I want to do. Nope. <laughs> it'll cost you back. It'll set you back eleven thousand dollars. Okay, and we and we wrote almost every woman at some point in her life dreamt of a Tahiti vacation. Picture this: crystal clear blue water as far as your eyes can see, a private over the water villa bungalow. Didn't you just say that, Lori? Yep. Oh my God. Breakfast, breakfast waiting for you each morning outside your villa door. Champagne for two nightly, and finally, no computers, no cell phones, no internet, no social media. Just you and your beautiful candy girl, unplugged from the world, with night after night of raw, passionate sex. Boom. There we go. What? There we go. There you go. Okay. And then for the guy, we said Aspen. So anyway, um, just was just kind of funny you brought that up, and, and we wrote about it a year ago in, in in Candy Magazine. See, we're more than pictures, guys. We have wait. Great so the Bora Bora trip was the guy's fantasy or the girl's fantasy? The girls. The girls. Okay. And the, the guy wants Aspen. The girl wants to go. To, the guy wants to go to Aspen. Yeah. Okay. So Aspen. Okay. <laughs> the yeah. way she Aspen. Over huh. Well, it's, it's the winner. So, trust me, we were, and I'm, I'm not going to go into that because it's not relevant to the Bora Bora. So, <laughs> anyway, so there's that. All right. So, going back to my rapid fire, which Lori kind of distracted us from. Okay. <laughs> but I think, all right. Well, actually, you know what? It's Lori and I have already answered this. Okay. Because, in a way, because we said if you could have lunch with anyone who ever lived, or is alive, who would it be? And, oh. and Lori said Brittany, and I said Jennifer Aniston, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and and Alexa, you said? Mike Tyson. That's Why? so bad. Okay. No, you guys. <laughs> um, I said, I was literally, this was one of the questions where I was like, who would I have to dinner? I don't know. And I said Mike Tyson because I feel like he has a really interesting story. Like, he was at the top of his game, and then his trainer died and he kind of spiraled out of control and had like a huge setback and he came back and so i always find it interesting with people like that like when they go all the way to ground zero and then they come back on top so i said him but another one when we guys were talking i thought of was like lucille ball because i've been watching a lot of lucille ball lately and they say she was a genius and she was like the mastermind behind like most of the things that she did even though you know, people didn't really want to give her credit because she was a woman, you know? So I feel like she would be an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. She's an, she's an amazing lady. She definitely yeah. is. I mean, those two names that you, that you brought up, I mean, I mean, you're, you're taking me back to my, my younger days. I mean, I witnessed Mike Tyson come up from nothing and just knock people out in 30 seconds. He was just a, he was a machine. And yeah. then, and then, and then, uh, his, the promoter got his Don King got his paws in him and just ruined him. So mm-hmm. it was it's such a shame. Uh, so this this next one's pretty good though. Um, what song would be your personal theme song? I said, <laughs> I know. I said Selena Gomez dance again. Um, just because I really had trouble with this question too because there's so many there's so many songs that you could pick, but I picked this one because. Um, 
you know, you have like rough times and rough years and sometimes you just don't feel like you'll dance again. <laughs> so um, just going through a lot of things and I, I've had a lot of things go on with like personal issues and family and stuff. And um, you kind of when you're in it, you feel like you're never going to get out of it. But then, you know, just like that song, like you'll it'll pass and you'll dance again. So I picked that one. I love Lori, that. Lori, what would your song be? Um, Taylor Swift, I'm the problem. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem, it's me. (laughs) Drama queen. Is that a new song? New, right? Oh my god, it's new. Her new album, I'm out of control. Like, I didn't realize how big of a Taylor Swift fan I am. So many people are. And like, oh my god, like the whole album is so good. And like, that song is just so perfect. It's like, I'm the problem. Yeah. And it's like a lot of it's upbeat, dancey. Some of it's like it's really good if you're mad at somebody. There's a really good song in there for like it's, it's called Vigilante Shit. Like there's just some okay. really good songs in there. I'm going to go listen to it because, you know, sometimes when you have a picture and you want to post something on Instagram or something like I'm horrible with captions. And so sometimes I'm like, is there a song that kind of says what I'm trying to say here? And yeah. so. You sound like Taylor Swift songs have a lot of like quotables. And it's one of those uh, albums you can listen. Alexa, Alexa, I'm going to give you two Lori stories um, real quickly. Uh, (laughs) So I don't know if you know this, but Candy used to sponsor a drag racer, um, NHRA Mm. drag racer, Angie Smith. And um, and so Lori was our our team leader. Um, basically we were, the, we were the first people to bring, we we're only the only people ever to bring cheerleaders out to the racetracks, so, which was kind of, cause everybody had their promotional models, but we brought actual <laughs> cheerleaders to the, to the track. So anyway, so Lori was in charge of that. Um, and so Lori and I would, we would take a lot of trips out to these races. Well, you know, uh, Lori almost got kicked off a plane once. <laughs> what? Twice, actually. She almost gets kicked off twice, but I get, so, I almost get kicked off every plane I'm on. Yeah, she's. Oh my gosh, she, that song. That's your. She song. she literally she's literally she's literally doing her nails on the plane. <laughs> People can't breathe. The flight attendant comes over and she goes, uh, "Miss, you're not allowed to do that." She's like, "Why?" <laughs> so and then and Lori didn't Lori didn't back down easily. She thought she could sneak it. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh my gosh. Lori, it smells. People can smell it probably. And you're in a confined plane. Like you know how yeah. nail polish is already on its own? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Listen, my nails needed to be pink before the race, okay? <laughs> exactly. That's part of the job, part of the model contract. Wow. <laughs> that was a mild I'll one. Be, that was a I'll mild be, one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, think, I, like I, like I feel like people like that balance me out because I'm more like, if they would have told me, first of all, I wouldn't have been painting my nails on the plane. I would have been too scared. <laughs> But if I was, I would have been like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, right away. I'll put it away. Like, I just, I feel like I would have did that. And Lori probably would have grabbed my hand. I'm like, no, 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 no. You paint your nails. (laughs) (laughs) I'm terrible with authority. Like, I'm like, who are you? Do you? (laughs) They're they're in the cop uniform. She's like, who are you? Literally, like, where's your gun? Oh, there it is. Well, you're going to use it? (laughs) 
Well, Alexa, 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 you wouldn't be painting your nails because you know you're not allowed to do that on a plane. Lauren just said no. <laughs> no I mean, sense of her surroundings. No sense at all. No. I would just be having a panic, like a little anxiety attack. Like, okay, we're going to land. We're going to be there. We're going to have to rush all the way over to the event. I'm not going to have time to paint my nails. Like, that would be me instead of being like, okay, let me paint them. Like Let me I just do it right here because I have to sit here for six hours and I'm bored and I got to get it done. Did they get painted? Yeah. Eventually, yeah. when she yeah when she got when she when we got in the car, she, I got a she, full coat. <laughs> so anyway, I think I'll just leave it. I think I'll just leave it at one story this week. So yeah, I really wonder what the other one was going to be. That's a good story. Of all of all the questions in your interview, this next one was my favorite. Okay. okay, and your answer, and I loved your answer so much, and, and wow. I just, I really can't wait for you to expand on this, okay, so, okay. which movie would be the closest to the story of your life? You asked me that question? I asked Alexa, I asked Alexa that question. <laughs> what was my answer? <laughs> You, you said never been kissed, Darren Drew. Oh, Barrymore. yes, 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 yes. Never been kissed. Yes. There you go. What? <laughs> it's all coming back to me, Ron. It's all coming back to me. Um, that was your favorite answer out of I gave you gold on some answers. That was your favorite answer. That's gold. That's gold. Because look what you said. You said I was always nerdy and awkward. But later on, I like to think I became a butterfly. Oh, OK, yeah, I, that, that was me. Yeah, that was me. That okay. was that's a quotable answer. And, you, you know, we used it, you know, we yeah, love that I know. quote. So the the reason I picked that movie is because, I mean, I told you guys a little bit, but I mean, there were days where I ate lunch in the bathroom. Like, that's how painfully shy I was. Like, I was very, very shy. Um, I was a super late bloomer. So because I was a gymnast, I was teeny tiny. Like, I'm small now, but I was... Like eighty How something, tall are you? 5 three. So in when shoes? I was in, my shoe? No, in shoes. Oh, in shoes. I mean, if I'm wearing here, I'm five six, like three inch four. No, I wear like four inch, three or four inch. I'm like five six, five seven. If I have high heels on, but if I'm just barefoot, okay. I'm five three. Um. So like, I was really tiny. Like, I didn't develop like boobs or anything or hips I was like a tiny little 85 pound board and um I remember like um I would like beg my mom to like buy me clothes from like the adult section like adult Abercrombie because kids like were making fun of me saying like oh you shop in the kids department like the Abercrombie when you're when you shop in the kids department that the a is lowercase I didn't know that. And so like the things that kids pick on you for like, that I had like kids and Abercrombie clothes. And so I remember I came home crying like, oh, my gosh, like how embarrassing for my life. They knew I shop in the kids department, but I was so tiny. And so um, I was really quiet, really insecure. I remember I did get a boyfriend at one point when I was in high school, but he would refuse to talk to me in public. Like he would only like, if I went and waved at him in person, he would like, what are you doing? Like, why are you, I don't know her. And then was he, he a popular talk, guy? He wasn't, I mean, he was like somewhat popular, but I mean, not that popular where you can't say okay. hi to me, but he was like somewhat popular. He was definitely way more like 
known than I was. And so he would only message me when school was over, but in person, like he could not be seen with me. So Lori, can you believe this? Yeah. Like yeah. I was, because yes. I, I had the same thing happen to me actually. Yeah. So I was like super like awkward and in my ugly duckling phase, I think everybody has one. And if you don't like, I hate you, but I think everyone has. You hate me. You hate me. You hate me. You hate me. And so I remember my mom would tell me like, your time will come later. Like your time will come later. I'd be like, okay, yeah, whatever. And then once I was out of high school and everything, like I just kind of wanted to reinvent my look. Like I just started like trying to learn how to do makeup, do hair. And not that that's everything, but I mean, it, it helped. So, um, yeah, I think later on in life, I was like, you know what, just be confident and more sure of yourself. And that's where that whole butterfly thing came in because I was just like, everybody's busy thinking about themselves. No one's really thinking about you and that you feel awkward, like just own it, you know? And Um, that's kind of where I'm at in life now. Cause I used to spend so much time being so scared and so insecure and like, what are they going to think? And now I'm like, I don't really care what they think. I care what I think. So well, with, with that whole, with that whole thing of saying that you think that you like, that you like to think you became a butterfly later on mm-hmm. and with your boxing background, I so wanted to, I so wanted to bring in a Muhammad Ali reference, but I wasn't able to do it because, because you're so sweet and kind. I, you know, I wanted to say she floats like a butterfly, but stings like a bee. But you don't. You're so sweet and kind. I couldn't. I couldn't. I mean, I feel like I, I could sting like it. a butterfly. Like, remember, I'm Latina, so, I mean, I'm sweet. I will be so sweet to you, but don't push me. You know. Right. But I, I don't know that side. I'm, I'm yeah, not, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't really don't. like to show people that side because I just want to be sweet and kind. And then like, you know, like I will bite. And especially if I'm like fighting or anything like that, it's a different, it's a different, we're in a different realm. But um, the movie Never Been Kissed, like I watched that movie and I was like, <gasps> they stole my life story. <laughs> because That's literally how it was. Like, that's how awkward I was in high school. And then she becomes cool. Like now I'm, I guess now I'm cool. And people will reach out to me on like social media and stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute. There's a part of me that wants to be like slightly petty and mean. But then I'll always just be like, okay, I'll only be petty and mean in my head. And then when I say whatever my message is, it's like super nice. Gotcha. So, so Lori, what would it, what would be your life story movie? I don't have one. You do. American Beauty. Just kidding, I have no idea what's it about. It's like the name. <laughs> you don't. You have never watched a movie and said that that would be my. That could be my story. No, uh, I mean like maybe like bits and pieces, but no, I there's not one I can just write. No, Mm-mm. really. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I see myself differently than I think I am in reality. Like I'm like watching Tombstone and I'm like, that's me. I'm Wyatt Earp. So <laughs> I don't think that my like, I don't think my awareness of myself is. Or do, you ever watch, like, do you ever watch like a superhero movie or some like Marvel movie? And then you leave the movie theater feeling like that's you. Like you walk out thinking you're Spider-Man. Like you have to like look around the room and like, or is that just me? No, no. I don't see myself as the as the hero that often. I'm more like the not, I'm not the villain, but I'm like the vigilante. Like that's how I see myself. Like I'm not the hero. I'm not the villain. I'm like 
the one that's doing the right things the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you have a big heart then because vigilantes usually have a big heart. They were just, I don't know. Wronged. Done wrong at some point. Yeah. Like yeah. the Joker. I'm sure the Joker has a big heart. But I mean, there we go. There's my movie. That's me. <laughs> oh, wow. The you're the Joker. <laughs> the Joker. I'm just kidding. I never. I haven't seen that one either. I'm, what? <laughs> the new one? No, I don't think I've seen. I've only seen the ones with uh, Heath Ledger, and that wasn't oh. even the Joker. That was like Batman Returns. Yeah, I haven't seen the new Joker. I think. I think. No, I think. I, I think your movie would be. I think your movie would be. Uh, Laurie would be. Uh, Harley Quinn. Okay. She's yeah. A little psycho. A little psychopath. She comes in. She, she comes in. She's all sweet and kind and nice to people, and then she just bats shits up. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. would be her movie, Harley Quinn. So yeah, I can act normal for like a couple days, and then like if I meet, you know, like new jobs and stuff. Whenever I work on modeling jobs, if I'm there more than a couple days, they start to see yeah, like, oh wow, this girl's third, nuts. The, yeah, the third day on the race was always tough. <laughs> Lori's like Lori's like I'm over it and in the- I just lose it like I, I'm holding on so hard to acting normal and I just start to lose it and the more comfortable I get with people the more I think okay they like me they're gonna be yeah. fine with who I am and then it's, yeah. I start, and then they're like oh fuck oh god like you no, guys they're not fine with this do you still do those or not not anymore no, no I wish I just no. went to one just to watch her race and it was really fun and I was like I miss this I want to be back here <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you meet you know like you know a thousand people over the course of a weekend right Lori? so yeah yeah and i'm so good it, like i just did that sema thing and i was so good the first couple of days oh i saw that. behaving acting like a good old girl and then like day three i'm like who the fuck raised you who told you you could talk to women like that and just out of my mind out of control but luckily my client like the p- people i work for don't care they're like if they're rude or obnoxious you can say whatever you want to them. you can literally tell them to f off and like get away from you so there's that but i try really hard not to be like that unless it's like i i, I no, you've crossed such a line that i'm not letting you go back over that line without a harsh just talking to gotcha. so so alexa you, i mean you're you're fairly new to modeling you know, right? Yeah. You've only been doing it a couple of years. You've and mostly swimwear, bikini modeling. Is that is that right? Yeah. So, um, coming from my background that I just explained, where I was like quiet and shy, and then also like I felt like, you know, when you're putting yourself out on social media, like I'm like I'm the kind of person where I was like, like don't comment about it to me in real life. Like, okay, I posted myself in bikini online. That's online. Don't come up to me like, oh, I saw your bikini picture. Like, you know, <laughs> that's how shy I was. But um, I was like, I got to a point where I was like, I just want to try. I just want to try and I want to have fun. And it became really fun. So I started doing just shoots over here. There's a photographer that I'll work with a lot over in this area. And then when I go over to L.A. um, to visit family, I'll usually plan like a shoot or two when I'm over there. That's fun. Yeah. But I liked watching I liked watching you, Lori, in the candy shoot because since since I started modeling, I've been doing like all of my kind of my own wardrobe and I'll even like plan like, okay, I want it to be like shot in this kind of area, like doing kind of what you do on a smaller scale. And then when I was listening to you talk and you were like, I was like, okay, this girl knows her thing. Cause you're like, oh yeah, this is what's on the runway right now. This is what, the, what this is what they're wearing and like metals, mixed metals. And I was like, I don't know any of that. Like, I didn't know that was in, is that what we're doing? And so <laughs> I was like, Aww. I need to pay more attention to like what is trending you know, to incorporate it in my photo shoots. 
Yeah, I think that you kind of like you just have to find a way of like you see what's trending and if it if it works with you or not. So like if you see something that's trending and you're like, I hate that. You don't wear that because you're yeah. going to see it on your face. It's kind of like with candy. It's like there's certain things that aren't going to work because we want to stay in the candy like vein. But you still like want to keep it fashion forward and you want to keep it like in, you know, in and, and what's trending. That way people aren't like, wow, this looks like it's from 1985. Yeah. You know, and I, I like want to have style. like that's the kind of style that I'm trying to do with my modeling, like the candy style. Like it's sexy, but it's still super tasteful. Yes, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Classy, classy, sexy but classy. That's what that's what we try to do. You know? Yes. And that's but that, I, that's that's what, that's, that, that's what we've kind of carved out, you know, as far as our niche, you know? Fun, sexy, classy, you know, and that's kind of what what I've always tried to been, try to do. I mean, occasionally we'll we'll go a little bit on the provocative side of things occasionally, especially when we work with Volker. Um but um <laughs> But that's different, and it, and it's nice to change things up every once in a while. But that's mm-hmm. not what you want. To, that's not what you want to be. All that's not what we want to be, all the time. So it's not your bread and butter. Like you're you're it, you're like classy sex. It's, it's not well. It's not our audience, right? You know. Mm-hmm. Right. So that that's all. But but occasionally it's nice to give them something different. I mean, it's like you don't, you know, you don't want to eat turkey every day, right? You know, every week. You know, you want yeah. something else once in a while. And same with our readers. Once once a year, they want something a little bit different. So. But we, you know, we try so to. So once a year, you go a little more provocative. Is that what you're saying? I would say, Lori, about once once a year, we we mix push it up. Push the envelope a little. On, on a bit. Mm. We push it a bit. You know, I I, I think so. Um, <clears throat> I, you know, one of the things that actually kind of caught me, took me back, um, Alexa, is the day of your shoe. You said to me, which I was kind of surprised to hear this, is is that this was that was the first time that you've had somebody else do your hair and makeup. For a photo shoot. Yeah, yeah. That was the first time. Were you uncomfortable with having somebody do, else doing your hair and makeup? No, I wasn't uncomfortable. Like, I went into it. At first, when you told me someone was going to be doing my hair and makeup, I was a little nervous at first because you know, I do makeup and hair. So, you know how you're used to your own face. You know, like, what kind of eyeliner or eye makeup looks good on your features. So, sometimes people don't always... You, it takes a while sometimes to get used to people's face. So I was a little nervous at first. And then you told me who was doing it. I'm like, I'm sure it's going to be beautiful. Like, I'm, I don't need to be worried. And I wanted to go into it with a positive attitude. Um, I have never had anyone do my hair and makeup. She did a great job. I love the pictures. But it was just, it was a weird feeling because I've I've always been the person doing the hair and makeup. So having someone like touch my eyelids and everything like that, I was like, gosh, this is, this is what it feels like. I, I need to have more gentle hands when I do my clients. <laughs> Sometimes I just get in there. <laughs> I told her, I even told her, I was like, you're so gentle. Like I felt like she was like airbrushing makeup on my face. Like she was so gentle with her hands. So... That's, That's right. Cool. I, yeah. Yeah. She, she's been doing it's, it a long time. I mean, I mean, Laura, you obviously you 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 one hundred percent prefer somebody else doing your hair and makeup, don't you? Oh yeah. I mean, I like. Oh, you I, do. I I now like the way I do my own hair and makeup because I've been doing it so long, and every single time I've ever had my hair and makeup done, everything they do, I'm like, what was that? What was that? What were you doing with that? Like, I learn from every single time they do it. And most of the time, I'm like, oh, wow, you did a way better job than I ever could. But there were those times where I had my makeup done and I'm like, this is whack. This is like, <laughs> and I'd go fix it because I'm like, I don't know. Some people, some makeup artists, and I, I've never had this happen at, at a candy shoot, but... 
some makeup artists do it the same makeup for every face. And I don't have the face for every makeup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I completely what you're saying. See, like for me, she was, Ron, you picked out the look and then Lori styled it and you picked out this, I remember there was like a picture, like a smoky eye. And so for me, I hadn't worn a, when I haven't worn a smoky eye in like forever. So I was like, gosh, how's that going to look on me? Because I just, it's kind of cool to get out of your comfort zone because I kind of do my makeup the same sort of way when I do photo shoots. So I would have never put myself in a smoky eye, but I, I love the way the pictures came out. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. that's the cool thing about getting your makeup done. It's you do the same thing pretty much every day for your own face. And when someone mm-hmm. else does something a little different, you're like, Ooh, that's actually really pretty. And it's way heavier than I would have gone, yeah. but that usually correlates in pictures to look good because you need it. You know, you got a lot of lighting, you have a lot of things balancing out that heaviness of it. So like, I actually <laughs> try to do the same. Cause I, I remember I was like asking her like, what, oh, what eyeshadow was that? And I rem- I had some of the stuff that she was using and I actually bought the lip gloss that she put on me. Cause she told me which one it was. Mm-hmm. So I bought lip gloss. And then I remember I was like, I have all the eyeshadows and pretty much what she used on my eyes. So I tried to recreate the look, um, after the photo shoot. Oh, that's oh cool. fun. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm looking at the photos and, and she, like you said, she has a very light touch. So, mm-hmm. um, and it, and it's obvious, and it's definitely, you know, her, her approach was definitely lighter than the photos that I sent you, but those photos were from 15 years ago. So, oh, okay. you know, you know, so, um, from my previous magazine. So, um, but she definitely did a lighter touch on it, but it, I mean, it's, it's, it's flawless. You know, she's, you know, she's very good. And, and uh, I think she gave it more of like a modern take. I feel like it yep. was more like a modern smoky eye. Cause I don't mm-hmm. think really doing like, cause the one that you had in the picture, I think it, I mean, it was pretty, it was beautiful, but I don't think that we're doing it as intense and heavy as it was in that picture now. Right. No, I, I get you. No, I, I, I understand. But it, it was, you know, they, like you said, they're, it's, it's, it's perfect. So yeah. I have, I have, um, I have, I have, I have no complaints. And then he got to work with Mario. Um, he was, Lori's, you know, I, Mario's just, I just, the guy's just remarkable. Mm-hmm. He makes you feel so comfortable. He's funny. So he kind of like lightens the mood. Oh, I loved him. I sent him a message afterwards that I loved working with him. Oh, that's nice. Hey, Lori, you like working with Mario, don't you? Oh, he's one of my favorites. I love his personality. I love his pictures. And wildly enough, like I had all of the, un- oh, those, were they his? Those ones? When I did that shoot, that was him, right? When I styled my own shoot and it was on the beach. Yourself? Oh, yeah. the cover, the cover one, like the boho cover. Yeah. That was him, right? The 10-year anniversary issue, yeah. Yeah, why am I so confused right now? Yeah. For some reason, I'm putting the one I did with Claudia together, and I'm thinking Chaz, but I know it wasn't him. But anyway, for which they never, ever, ever let you do, but Ron let me look at the photos before any editing was done, and I was like, holy shit. Like, Mario's so good. I was... I was like, this could be, I did actually, I posted a couple without any editing at all. And I was like, oh, wow. wow, because I was worried, you know, and, well, stop. first of all, why did you, why did you do that? Oh, God. Why did, did you do that? He didn't. You missed, you missed <laughs> you, her. You told me I could. <laughs> exactly. I said these, you can have this set of photos, Lori. <laughs> because they were that good or just because you love me? <laughs> because, well, because there's like, there were so many, we shot so many photos that day, you know, that I wasn't going to choose from all the, all the different sets we did. 
So I gave you a set of photos that you, you know, that, that you could use for your personal. Well, remember, she's Harley Quinn and she paints her nails on planes. So she kind of does what she wants. <laughs> no, well, first of all, Lori, it's funny that you said that because he never does that. You know, let's let's you see the photos before they're published, because because Alexa asked me that, that when we're leaving, she's like, well, when do I get to see the photos? I go when they're published. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, this was my first magazine, so I didn't know. I didn't know. And then, like, I talked to some I don't remember. I had a conversation with someone. They're like, no, that's how it's done. Like they pick the photos and everything. Like I was talking to somebody about like photo shoot magazines and just different things. They're like, normally the magazine picks the pictures and you don't really see it until the end. I was like, really? Yeah. You get absolutely no say. And it's funny yeah. because everybody picks photos for their own like niche or for their own, like, let's say you're the makeup artist. You're picking the photos for where your yeah. makeup looks the best. Hairstylist, yeah. they're picking for the hair. Photo, like lighting, they pick for the light. You know what I mean? Models mm-hmm. picking for her own, like what she thinks she looks best in. And the and the and the magazine editor or owner is picking it for twenty five other reasons. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you get to the bottom line of the picture, and you're like, wait, why did you pick that one? Well, it's not going to be why you want it to be picked because it's not there. You know what I mean? I did it's wonder just, that. Like it was I. I like being so this is my first magazine photo shoot and I remember thinking like wow like because my photo shoots have been kind of they're they haven't really been like the candy photo shoot and the amount of time and like like attention to detail because I remember we were trying to set up the shot and we had to move this like plant in the like perfect place and I was like is it is it not good yet guys like you're like no no that plant has the wrong branch in the way like I don't want that branch there and I'm like wow like this is like a whole nother level that's so funny yeah it's well it's when it comes to photos there are certain things that could just distract you when you look at them yeah. And, and you're like, no, that's got to be moved. <laughs> okay, how do we do this? You know, or or that's too tight. You know, when we were shooting you in front of the little hot tub there, the hot tub that wasn't a pool, it was a hot tub. We're like, mm-hmm. okay, we need to get the water behind her. And, uh, you know, and I love you know, that space. picture. The one where I'm like laying down in the water, like the, the water's behind me and I'm like laying on my side. I love that picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thank me too. Well, that's mm-hmm. definitely what we wanted to um <clears throat> That's definitely what we were trying to get, you know, so uh, it took a lot of work. Uh, I feel you know. like I was helping explain like what they were doing when that was happening, because when I first started modeling and they were testing light and they were changing things, they nobody tells you what they're doing because they a they expect that you've done this before you already know or b they don't give a shit about you enough to tell you what they're doing because they don't really care they're just like no honestly this stuff. Get over i felt it. like you were really helping me like i went in the night before and i was like uh so they know like they've seen my page they know that i'm like newly like newly i'm new to modeling so i mean i don't know what they're expecting of me when i'm going to show up and give it my all and you really helped me like you came in the clutch because you helped me with posing and stuff and made me look my best because sometimes what I think looks good like you're looking at it from a different vision so I feel like you were really helping me because you were there the whole time with me oh Um, thanks yeah and then um what was I gonna say like what you said Ron like where things can be distracting like I get that now because I'll look at photos sometimes and sometimes my eye will go to like why didn't that girl take her hairband off of her wrist you know Mm -hmm. My eye will not even look at how pretty she looks in the picture or anything. Like I'm looking at that hairband. 
Well, it's funny you say that because, like, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I'm a, uh, now I am. I wasn't at the time when it was on TV, all, but I used. To, I'm a big fan of the show Friends now, and so I watch it all the time just because it makes me laugh and it takes me back to a time when things were great. And and I sit there and I watch the show Friends, and Phoebe has on her hands. I'm not sure if you ever watched the show, but Phoebe has on her hands all this jewelry. Every episode, and it drives me freaking nuts. It distracts the heck out of me. Every <laughs> finger's got something on it, and I'm like, "What the heck?" You know, and I can't ever. Get, it always distracts me whenever she comes on the screen with her hands, and I see that kind of stuff. It's just, it's just distracting as, as as all can be. And even with your photos, though, for example, it's like Lori. Remember, you had that neck piece. Yeah, um, you put around her. And so what happened is like I'm going through the photos and we eventually took it off because what happens is eventually when you when you when you shifted and you and you changed the pose, that neck piece just didn't look right because it was falling. It was like, you know, it was like hanging in a weird it just was probably it probably looked awkward because it was hanging off me. Yeah, it was hanging off you. It wasn't falling down your middle. And we, we were fortunate to get one very good photo which we published that you love so much on mm -hmm. your side where it fell down between your chest, but all the other photos, you, it, it was falling off to the side and it just looked very bizarre. And that's why yeah. actually I say take off the, the neck piece because it was distracting. It wasn't looking as attractive, you know, as it, as it, as it should have been. Yeah. You know, and, and, I'm, and I'm glad, I'm glad <laughs> you recognize the contribution that Lori made beyond the styling. Yeah, that's another reason why I like to have Lori on photo shoots. Especially, like you said, with models who are fairly new to the business, who maybe need a little bit of coaching on on the shoot, you know, and it's and Lori can bring that and deliver that. But also, I think it also helps like having like a woman because she models too, so I feel like she right. kind of seems like she makes you comfortable because she she knows what it's like to be like kind of like in a bikini or something out in front of a bunch of people, you know. And everyone's staring at you, and they keep saying, "No, this is not it. No, it's not it." And it's like, and I'm is like, it what's me? Wrong? Am I the problem? <laughs> So, yeah, it's nice to have someone explain, like, they're just looking at the lighting. They're just and looking at the tree that, behind you, you. It's not you. You told me that because I remember they were like, no, no. And then, like, Ron and Mario were going back and forth like, nope, nope, it's not it. No, it's not it. It's not it. And then you're like, they're just they're just talking about the tree. They're just talking about the tree. And I was like, OK, cool. Because, cool, yeah, you get in your head like, oh, my God, I look so bad. And they, they're not even speaking to me now. They're speaking about me. I'm not even here. My God, I must be ruining everything. Yes. Yes. And I'm a psychopath already. So God, that that has like really messed me up at shoots before. Like it's gotten me so down where like you can see a change in my face from certain like shoots. You'll see it like I was fine, fine, fine. And then like they were saying something that made me think they were talking about me. And then you just see my face is different. So like that took me a lot of years to figure out they're not even talking about me. They're literally talking about the fucking light behind me. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. And then you told me that because I was kind of starting to get my I was like, uh, like, what am I doing wrong? I'm doing what they're saying to do. And then you were like, it's just the tree. It's that branch. And I was like, OK, cool. That tree. Yeah, I hate that tree. So, I hate that tree. It's uh, ruining my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's, there's two last things I want to cover before we wrap up. Uh, one, um, Alexa, I think you figured out by now that, you know, Lori and I have known each other for a fairly long period of time. Oh, I thought you guys just met. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew you guys. You guys, I can tell. I, Lori and I first worked when she was in a similar boat as you. She was just starting out, weren't you, Lori? It was like my one of my very first shoots ever because I was just like, I signed on to like the lingerie bowl or something. And that was my very first like real shoot. Magazine shoot and with, you know, with photographers and makeup artists. And yeah. On, on location and mm -hmm. styling. 
and 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 I think to this day you've told me that those are your mom's favorite photos ever. Oh, my mom's favorite, which is so funny because she's so conservative, but they're, I don't know. She just loved them. They were, they were done by, I think that Playboy photographer. I can't think of who it was, but the pictures Bruce were. Theologi- well, they were done by me. The Bru- I mean, I was on, I was, uh, it was my, you know, I was there. So Bruce Theologilio is the photographer. So. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. He just he made got, everything he- look so perfect. Everything about like skin, hair, eyes. He just made everything look so perfect. And then the outfits well, he were had, adorable. Like, well, it had like ten lights on you. I mean, that was mm-hmm. the whole thing was lighting, you know. Play, you know, so Playboy photography, which is what you know, we you know, you which have all these. Which is my favorite lights. style. I love mm-hmm. that. Style. And if you ever well, watch like Playboy shows, like they're all about like the the like the warm golden light. Like that's my mm-hmm. favorite. It's a lot of work. It's it literally it like there was literally like ten lights just to mm-hmm. let you know. There's there's a light for the face. Like there's a light for the hair. There's a light for the body. There's a light for the the, the, the cheeks there's a light for the uh, there's but there's literally 10 lights that are that are practically set up you know so it takes a long time just to set up the lighting you know yeah um on these shoots and so that's what you know we so we hired him and he would come in with all these lights and everything and he would set everything up um for the lights you know to, to, to shoot the photos and um he used like Laurie said he used to he used to he used to shoot the wet and wild issues for playboy so um Lori, uh, you're just, all you're all over candy magazine like i saw i went on the website and like you you were on the cover like a bunch of times right yeah, it's been a lot of years. <laughs> I was like, oh, there she is. There she is again. There she is. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She's our safety valve. You know, we, well, you know, we we can go to Lori. You know, we yeah. need something that's, you know, oh, Lori, you know, let's go to Lori. All right, let's go to Lori. You know, it's just and she's easy to work with and mm-hmm. she's good. You know, mm-hmm. she knows how to pose and 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 whatnot. So it's it's been a joy to work with her. I think seven, sixteen, sixteen years now. I think Lori and I have worked together. So wow, Jesus, yeah, it's been a long, long time. <clears throat> what? You're like, yeah, it's been a long time. She's like, Jesus, <laughs> it's like wild. Like in my head, I'm younger than I am, or something. I lied about like, my age for so many years. I'm like, how old am I? Like what? <laughs> She's like, Ron, stop counting any years, please. <laughs> Dude, I told Ryan the other day, he told our new neighbor, who's like a 29-year-old guy who's like, you know, in his prime. He's like, oh, yeah, me and my wife, we've been together for 23 years. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> Just like now the guy's looking at me. He's doing math in his head. Like, damn you. So just say how long we've been married from now on. Like, do not tell people how long we've been dating. That's it. That that number is private from now on. That's me. And you. That's that's you're gonna go with the wedding one now because it's more more normal number. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I want to wrap up. Alexa, one last thing. I mean, I, I need to ask you because I don't know. I, I haven't seen any photos where. Have you ever worked um, with another model on a shoot? No, that was my first time with with um, the other candy model, Kayla. Okay, it, it's different, isn't it? Yeah, it's different. It, we, it was so fast, too. Like, we, I mean, I think the cover looks great, but I mean, I literally met her, got her name, and then we're like, okay, cool. Nice working with you. So never had yeah. that before. <laughs> What was I, I? I asked this question. What, what, what was what was the most challenging aspect of working with another model? Um, kind of like the branch thing. Like I remember, you're 
you're trying to like hold your pose properly but you also like you're working with another girl so you kind of have to like I remember at one point we were I had my hand like around her waist and I think she had her like hand on like my arm or something like you're trying to make it look all cozy and pretty but it's also like you can kind of feel the heat from her body and then you guys are awkwardly touching each other because you don't know each other that well and you're like hey is my hand okay right here like so there's that but eventually like we just got you get used to it like she was awesome to work with and um I liked working with another model it was fun I would do it again yeah so you haven't done it since then with it no I haven't I haven't done it since, but what I liked about it is like also the fact that we were complete opposite, just like in appearance. Like I thought yes. that was yeah. cool. And that's exactly why we when when you when you when you both showed up, I was like, I've got an idea. Let me see if this works. Because like mm-hmm. I said, your appearances were completely, completely opposite. Like pop because she's so blonde and um like the brown hair and dark features. So I think it just looks really cool. Yeah, it turned out really pretty. I really like those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was um, I, I I enjoyed um, I enjoyed that you know and 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 unfortunately we were racing a clock so eventually uh, you know I think you said I said all right that's it we're done we we got it you know because yeah but I remember we couldn't get it right at first I think like at first like uh, like just the way we were positioned like we couldn't get it right at first but then so I wasn't sure if we got it or not if you were going to put us put us on the cover because I wasn't sure if we like one hundred percent nailed it you know. Well, I saw I saw a photo that I knew uh, from when Mary was shooting. And I saw a photo. I said, All right, well, I said I could use that for a cover, you know. But I was trying to get I was trying to get this I was trying to get this it's like a stacked depth. thing. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. we couldn't get that. We couldn't get that. And you know, I'll tell you, I've been trying a long time to do that. <laughs> I have yet to get it yet. Okay. Oh. So, so it wasn't when like I see you the next candy magazine and these two girls are stacked, I'm like, he got it. He got it. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It. It, well, I, I tried to get it. I tried to get it with Lori and Claudia way back when. I, mm-hmm. I tried to get it um, back in 2012 with Lori and, and Alexa and Sierra. <laughs> I tried to get Oh, my it, God. Uh, I forgot. I've worked with a lot of girls in your magazine. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've tried to get this photo, okay? And yeah. I have yet to get it yet. It's not an easy – it's not – It's uh, it just. it's just not – it's just not coming out, you know? So – I will keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, though, like, that was another branch moment because I remember you and Mario were going back and forth or, like with the stack thing. So yeah. Kay- Kayla and I actually looked at each other for a second like, like, what are we doing wrong? You know, because we, we're like, what else are we supposed to do? Like, we're right here, you know? What more do we do? <laughs> I know. Like, what more but it was another branch type of thing. I'm like, okay, Ron just wants the step thing that he's been trying to get forever. So, yeah, exactly. Well, and yeah, the background know. with that one, there was something going on with the background. And when once Mario moved completely over, then he fixed whatever problem he was having with the background. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I, I, yeah, I think what happened was when I was looking at the photos, the the the, the, the they're up against that uh, wall, brick wall. With the, oh. yeah, brick wall, and we were getting the corner between them, so we had mm-hmm. to move to get the corner to the side. So that's that was kind of an issue there um, as well. So, but um, yeah, it's just it's just a shot I've been trying to get, and and I'll you'll, I'll keep trying to get it. it. You'll, you'll get it. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it eventually. I, I'm <laughs> not giving up on it. I'm not giving up on it. So if we had more time, I think we'd have got it that day, but we just didn't have enough time because we still had to shoot Kayla after after that. So, yeah, you know, so anyway, um, well, this was fun. Um, I'm glad that we got to know you much better. I think our listeners are going to love this. This will be a, 
uh, a fun one to listen to for everybody. Um, Lori, you have anything you'd like to add? Um, no, I think that we pretty much covered everything. I loved hearing about your little town and hearing all about you and your boxing. I think you're a very, um, like diverse, like, uh, was that like, like leveled? Is that the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, like an onion, you're layered, you're very layered. Like you have like a lot to you, you know what I I mean? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I love that. (laughs) I'm going to change my profile on Instagram. I'm an onion. (laughs) (laughs) This was fun. I I had a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. What's your, uh, so everybody can follow you on Instagram. I I, I know it's private. Are you going to keep it private or are you going to go public? What's your Instagram? It's not private. It's public. It's been public since the candy shoot. Okay. Okay. It was private before that. Okay. What is your, what's your Instagram handle? It's Lex Shea. So it's L-E-X and then Shea is spelled a little differently. It's S-H-A-Y-E. Okay. Okay. So so you can go follow her there. You can follow Lori at Dub Young. That's D as in David, U, B as in boy, Young, Y-L-U-N-G. So, and of course, follow Candy Magazine at Candy Magazine with a K. <clears throat> and we're also on Facebook, Candy Magazine, and on YouTube, Candy underscore magazine. You back on Twitter? No, we're on Twitter, Candy underscore magazine on Twitter as well. Thank you. So I forgot about that. Oh, last thing on social media. I've been outsourcing the social media for the most part for uh, for Candy, and I just um, just not getting what we needed. So I kind of taken it back over about a week ago. So, um, but I've got to have somebody. That's just I got to find somebody to handle that for us. Um, So. It's it's it just needs to be better. Anyway, um, this was great. Um, you can see Alexa's complete interview and her entire feature in this month's issue, the November issue. And um, as a Miss Candy of the month, um, you are now one of the six eligible models for Miss Candy 2023. Wow. <laughs> wow. So we take all the Miss Candies for the past 12 months. Um, so there's and six candies? Shouldn't there be 12? We don't, we, don't, we don't do it every month. It's a special oh, title. Okay. You know, it's a special <laughs> title. Not every model, every month we have to have one. It's just, gotcha. it's just who I believe are worthy of holding the title. So Thank you, Kayla. I appreciate it so much. You're you're welcome. It was our pleasure. Next month, Kayla's Miss Candy December, and uh-huh. uh, and she'll round out the six. And then next year we'll um, you know we'll feature we'll feature all six again. And then you know we'll announce later in the year who the Miss Candy representative is for 2023. So awesome. Uh, yeah. So congratulations again, and thank, uh, you. thank you for your time. And everybody, go follow Alexa, and go follow Lori, and go follow Candy Magazine. I'm not going to give you my because you don't want to follow me. Um, <laughs> we want to see that haircut. I'll put that. I'll put the haircut up. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> from the Ducks game. Anyway. All right, ladies. Well, have a good night or a good afternoon, whatever's left in the day. And uh, we'll, we'll do this again soon. Okay. All right. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye.